The following content is strictly designed for the enjoyment of a mature adult audience. Headphones are recommended as these stories are recorded in left-to-right dimensional stereo. Hello, I'm Samantha, and you're listening to All the Filthy Details, the literary lovesick podcast. Please don't forget me. We're back with another episode just before the holidays. As you can imagine, everyone is working hard trying to get as much work done on their manuscripts so they can enjoy the festive period. At Literally Lovesick, we're no different. So you can expect us to be producing as much content as we can for you to enjoy. With it being the season of giving, keep an eye out on the Literally Lovesick Twitter handle for any season gifts. As you probably expect, we have two stories for you today. One from The Erotic Diary of Isabel and another from the Erotic Diary series Liaisons. Isabel gets tied up in an unexpected setup with a very familiar love interest. Martina, who we initially met in the erotic diary of Danielle, finds herself drawn into a steamy rebound encounter during her spiral down. Story time. This story is from the erotic diary of Isabel. Chapter 11. February 21st, 2020. It's been four days since my hookup with Mark, and since then I've received another text message from this unknown person. It seems to be about the same thing, calling me a slut and saying I have to be punished. But punished for what? Having fun? And what right does this person have calling me a slut when I'm just exploring different possibilities? It's not like I'm in some committed relationship and I'm sleeping around for the hell of it. I'm single, and I'm young. I have every right to be a little adventurous in the bedroom. Or bedrooms, I guess I should say. Whoever this was was just a hater and he or she could go to hell. It's probably my sister... I wouldn't put it past Hattie. She's blubbering on and on all over her Facebook page about her Mother's Day weekend wedding. Apparently, she thought Mother's Day, March 22nd, was a great day to get married. Sure, why not ruin everyone's mothering Sunday by having to show up for her wedding? Well, she can go fuck herself for this stunt. I'm not going to let it scare me or stop me from having a good time. Tonight is Friday, and with a little bit of luck, Mr Mystery will be at the restaurant tonight and up for another round of fun. Only this time I want him in bed and I'd like to point out how I was able to get a married man and a black man off my list in one go. Worked out pretty well if I do say so myself. My sex list. Lesbian sex. Check. Swallowing a guy. Check. First black guy. Check. Married man. Check. Anal. Bondage. Light. Group sex. I felt my heart flutter when he walked in just after seven tonight. Mr Mystery looked very good in his black straight-cut jeans, his black T-shirt and black leather jacket. I had no idea what he did for a living, but it wouldn't surprise me if he was military or security. I didn't believe in the whole spy theory that Scarlet has, but I could see him being some type of protector. I don't know what it is about him, but just looking at him was doing all kinds of things to my body. He was about to be seated in Jessica's area, but after a quick word he was placed in mine. I couldn't stop the smile that spread across my face. He knew I worked most Friday nights and he was here for me specifically tonight. I headed to the ladies' room real quick to remove my dark purple thong and placed it into the pocket of my pants. Then I headed out to see Mr Mystery. 
He gave me a warm smile as I approached his table. I was fairly confident that I would never tire of seeing it. Hello, Izzy. He said in a purr. I wanted nothing more than to hear him moan my name. Hello, Whiskey. Yes, please. And I'll have this special. Coming right up, I said with a flirty smile before I turned and headed off to put his order in. I made sure to tuck my thong between the napkins and grabbed his drink. Going back over to the table, I placed them both down with a warm smile. Here's your drink and your food will be by soon. I gave him a wink and turned away. I went over to the bar and turned to look at him. He noticed the napkin and lifted it up to see the thong. He gave a devilish smile as he took it and placed it into his pocket. He looked directly at me. I could tell he was more than ready for another round. I busied myself with my other tables as his food was cooking. Once it was ready, I brought it over to him. I'll pick you up at 11, out front. Looking forward to it, I said and headed off to do my job. I wanted to make sure I got everything done so come 11, I would be able to get out of this place and off with Mr. Mystery. And maybe I would actually be able to learn his name. It was finally 11. The rest of my shift dragged on once Mr. Mystery left after finishing his meal. He gave me a good tip though, like always. Seemed a little weird to tip the person you were about to have sex with, but I'm not one to look a gift horse in the mouth. A £20 tip was a £20 tip. I made my way out front, and there he was leaning against his truck. It was a black pickup truck, and I could tell he took very good care of it. I don't know why, but seeing him with a truck surprised me. It shouldn't, considering I knew nothing about him. I quickly made my way over, and he opened the door for me. Thanks, I said, as I got inside. He climbed in and then we were off. Where are we going? I asked. Not far. There's a hotel right around the corner. I already got us a room. A hotel room, eh? Trying to keep me as a dirty secret from the wife? I teased, but part of me was anxious he was married, which is insane considering I just slept with a married man. But my heart ached with the prospect that he could very well be married or living with another woman. He gave a chuckle. It was dark and rich and I wanted to hear it again. No, nothing like that. I wanted to ask him more, but my experience in the past with him told me he wouldn't answer. There was no point in pressing for me when he wouldn't give it to me no matter what. Besides, it didn't really matter. I didn't know his name, so why know anything else about him? We quickly arrived at the hotel and he parked near the entrance. We got out and headed inside. He turned the lights on and I saw there was only one queen-size bed. The comforter was already pulled off it, and there, on the headboard, were four restraints. Mr. Mystery planned ahead, it would seem. It should have made me nervous, but something about him told me that he wouldn't hurt me. I'm hoping you're the adventurous type, he said in my ear from behind me. I've never done bondage, but I have wanted to, I said, as I turned around to face him, her bodies touching. I should warn you, I'm not a fan of condoms, but I'm clean. Me too. And good. I want to feel the heat of your cum inside of me. I hope you can keep up, though. You did promise me a night of fucking, I said with my mouth just millimetres away from his. Oh, I can go all night. Don't you worry about that. By the time I'm done with you, you'll be so full of my cum, it'll be dripping out of you for days. And with that promise, his mouth was devouring mine. Unlike Mark, his kiss was heated and full of passion, but not control. He wasn't a man that demanded control. Maybe because he knew he already had it. Either way, I welcomed his tongue inside my mouth and his hands on my body. The kiss quickly turned heated. He ran his hands down my neck and cupped my ass. I wished I hadn't worn pants tonight, but I had no idea if he would show. 
He made quick work of removing me of my clothing, leaving him fully dressed. He pulled back from the kiss and looked me right in the eyes as he ran his hand down my body to the insides of my folds. You're soaking wet, sweetness. Should I lick it up? Oh, God, I moaned. Say it. Tell me what you want me to do to your sweet quim. He said as he inserted a finger inside of me. Lick it. You want to feel my tongue inside of you again? Yes. I all but begged because God did his tongue feel amazing buried inside of me. I think I could do that. And with that, he picked me up from the bottom of my ass and brought me over to the bed. He placed me down and then grabbed my right wrist and attached it to one of the restraints on the post. He did the same to the left. He suddenly grabbed my right ankle and attached it to the other restraint on the post and did the same to my left. When he was done, he sat back and took me in. Both of my hands were restrained, but with how he attached the other restraints to my ankles, he left me completely exposed to all his mercy. My legs were bent and spread as wide apart as my body could handle, leaving nothing to the imagination. I should have felt exposed, but instead, I was only turned on. I could feel myself getting wetter just thinking about what he was going to do to me. He made a show of slowly getting up from the bed to remove his own clothing. Once he had his removed, he strode back over to me, his hard on clear for me to see. He gave me a smirk as he bent down and didn't even waste a second before his tongue was diving deep inside of me. I moaned at the sensation, pulling on the restraints just slightly. You taste so good. Sweetness. I could do this all night. I would have let him. Genuinely would have let him. He was so unbelievably talented with that tongue of his. He should seriously teach a class to other guys on how to do this. He inserted a finger and very quickly found my G-spot. But instead of fucking me with it, he rubbed circles over it as he continued to lick and suck on my clit. I had very quickly turned into a moaning mess there on the bed. All too soon I was coming against his tongue and he happily lapped it all up. I was hoping he would keep going so I could squirt. My new favourite thing. But instead he stopped and moved up, so his erect cock was right in front of my mouth. I'm going to fuck you, but first I'm going to fuck this sweet mouth of yours. It's a good thing I'm thirsty then, I said playfully. I got a big drink for you. I opened my mouth and he slid right into me, not stopping until he hit the back of my throat. I gave a deep moan. He didn't hold back. He fucked my mouth fast and deep. I loved every second of it. Hearing him moan and groan as he got pleasure from my mouth, it was only turning me on more. I could feel him getting closer. When he finally gave a deep moan, saying my name, he came hard and deep, his cum hitting the back of my throat. I swallowed everything he had to offer me, and even when he started to go soft, I continued to suck. He gently rocked his hips back and forth, letting himself catch his breath. Once I had him hard again, he pulled back. He moved down between my legs and rubbed my clit with the tip of his erection. You ready for me, sweetness? Please, I moaned. I was more than ready. Had been since the moment I met him. This was long overdue. Not until you tell me what you want. He was playing. We both knew it. But I had a feeling he wasn't going to give in. Not until I did. I want you. To do what? I want you inside of me. Yeah, like my finger? No, your dick inside of me. Yeah... Inside where? That mouth of yours again? He moved his tip down to my folds and continued until he hit my ass. He rubbed his tip over my hole as he spoke. Or maybe you want my dick to fill your tight ass first. You know where I want it. You gotta say it. 
Come on, sweetness. Say it and I'll give it to you. I want your dick inside my pussy. As you wish. That was the only warning I had before he was shoving everything he had inside of me. I screamed out in the pleasure of feeling him spreading me open and filling me up. So tight and wet. He moaned. I moaned as he pulled all the way out only to shove himself right back in. You want it slow or hard and deep, sweetness? Hard and deep. I need it so bad. The very last thing I needed was slow right now. He didn't need to be told twice as he started at a brutal pace. He was going as fast as he could and making it as deep as he could. And yet it wasn't deep enough. I wanted to feel more of him, more of his heat. I wanted to feel his cum all the way inside of me. Deeper, I moaned. He pulled out and I gave a whine at the loss. He reached over and pulled on the restraints from my ankles. He made the leash shorter, pulling my hips up off the mattress, folding me in half essentially. He repositioned himself on top of me and then pounded straight down inside of me, going deeper than anything I had ever felt before. Oh yes, fuck, don't stop, I moaned. Fuck, I'm gonna fill you up and love knowing that she'll be feeling me inside of you for days. He grunted. Yes, yes, fill me up. I want to feel it, I begged. He reached under the pillow and pulled out a little clamp. I had no idea what it was, but then he was attaching it to my clit and turning it on. I felt the vibrations flooding my already sensitive body, and I couldn't stop the small scream that came out of me. Only a small scream? That won't do. Let's turn it up all the way, shall we, sweetness? He turned the small dial all the way to ten, causing me to let out a loud scream. That's better. He was back to pounding into me, hitting my G-spot dead on each and every time. I could feel the all-too-familiar building happening inside, and I knew I was going to be squirting at any moment. Don't stop. So close, fuck, don't stop. I begged as my body shook. I was trying to hold off, knowing it would feel even better when I do, but it came over all of a sudden. I was squirting right up into the air. It gave a deep groan at the sensation. I could see the heat flooding his eyes. Thanks to the position I was in, some of my liquid juices ended up getting me in the face, which only turned me on even more. Oh, fuck. You're getting covered in your sweet juices. Lick your lips. Taste yourself. He growled. I did as I was told and couldn't help the moan that escaped. My whole body felt amazing in this moment. I never wanted it to end. I'm gonna make you squirt again. I'm gonna have you soaked in your own juices. He growled. Oh, fuck yes. I want to shower in it. Oh, fuck. So good. I sounded like a whore. I did pick up on that, but fuck it. My whole body was tingling. Even my teeth felt like they were shivering. This man was able to do things to me, make me feel things that I didn't even know existed. You're getting closer. I can feel it building inside of you. Squirt from me, sweetness. He pounded deep inside of me, hitting my G-spot relentlessly, and all too soon I was squirting again. I was quickly becoming soaked in it, and I loved it. His pace was even faster now. He was reaching the end of his limit, and after another thrust, he buried himself deep inside of me and came hard. His hot cum made me cry out in ecstasy as I came with him. When we both stopped pulsing and were able to catch our breaths, he slowly started up once again. I'm nowhere near done with you. And that was a promise he more than fulfilled. Thank you. 
remember, if you need more erotica, you can purchase all these books on Amazon or read them using a KDP subscription. Please consider reviewing them to help visibility of the brand. Unfortunately, we won't be doing a spotlight on eroticists this episode, but we would like to acknowledge some erotic writers you may want to explore during the holidays. We would like to say a big thank you and congratulations to Melissa Lee, who creates mentoring-style content for erotic writers on YouTube. Her videos passed the 1.1 million views mark this year, so if you haven't subscribed to her, you may want to consider it. Hopefully, we'll get you an interview soon. Also, we may be close to featuring Juliet Adelaide, the author behind the Mrs. Sexy series, a true story that entertains and educates us of the emotional highs and lows of being in the hot wife lifestyle. If you write erotica and you'd like to be featured in an interview on the show, please reach out to us. It's quick, easy, and free. You're listening to all the filthy details. Story time. This story is from the Erotic Diary series, Liaisons. The Erotic Diary of Martina, 25th February of 2020. I walked into the local off-license and went straight to the shelves, not taking time to look at the selection because I already knew what always worked for me. As I turned right to the shelf that housed vodka, I felt a wave of unconsciousness sweep through me. Standing still, holding a small bag hanging from my shoulder, my head seemed to be spinning before I even got to drink anything. Still, I knew it would not stop me from losing myself to alcohol tonight. For a moment, I wanted to think about how I would get home if I wasted myself on the street, but I did not let that moment linger. Somehow, I had carried on many days with this heaviness inside of me, and I had promised myself that I would let go of it all at once. And that time was now. It seemed like Mac's sentence had been planting seeds inside of me, mostly of fear, and today of all days they'd grown into large trees. Unexpectedly, I felt a hand touch my shoulder and I used the opportunity to regain my grip on reality. I looked up and saw Zima standing in front of me. Are you okay? He asked me, with his brows furrowed into a worried frown. I'm good, I just... You know, I waved my hands in the air. I'm good. I didn't wait for him to reply before grabbing the bottle and going to pay for it. Like a shadow, he walked beside me even as I left the store. Thank you, I'm fine from here, I told him as I unscrewed the vodka and took my first gulp. I was sure he could sense the uncertainty in my voice, but it did not matter to me. It's not that I wasn't grateful that he'd come to my aid but I did not understand why it always had to be him. Zima seemed to be everywhere I went, and I could not wrap my head around it. It felt like he'd been trying to get to me for a while now, but stalking did not feel like the best way to do it. For all I cared, I had not gotten over Mac's incarceration. Those thoughts warranted another sip which I took before stopping. Zima was still following me. You always show up everywhere I go to, why are you stalking me? I blurted out. A part of me felt it was the drink speaking now, but I was sure I was very conscious. Zima walked on and then hesitated. He held my hand and pulled me to his chest. I'm not stalking you. I'm just protecting you. I want to prove to you that I will always be here. He whispered into my ear and kissed my forehead. I felt all the weight I had carried crash down before my eyes. I saw myself in Max's arms. 
I heard his laughter, I heard all the promises he made to me, and then I recalled the shell of himself I saw in the press, paired with the little to no hope of his seeing him again. I can't get over Mac's life sentence, I let out, amidst my sobs. Zima stroked my hair gently, and then pulled me away to look into my eyes. Martina, you are very beautiful, and I am very sure Mac would want you to move on, he said softly. This was my problem with Zima. He always had the right things to say, so it seemed like everything he was doing with me was part of an agenda. I cleared my eyes with the back of my left palm. Why me? Is this about Danielle? As we walked down the street, with his hand grazing my breast, I felt something open up inside me. Here I was, walking in the night with an almost unbelievable male figure telling me how beautiful I was. I was listening to him praise my body before I slipped away under the feeling of the wetness forming beneath me. Something was telling me I was supposed to resent this man for being so brazen, but my body was telling me something else. I knew what was happening to me. I was getting over Mac. When Zima nudged me back to reality and asked me, Have you even been listening to me? Suddenly, I threw my hands over his neck and kissed him. I let go of his lips almost immediately, but I was quick enough to see the smile and the want in his eyes. Maybe I just wanted to fill the void of emptiness I couldn't shake, but something was telling me, right now, I needed this. We walked into a hotel together without even talking about it. It was as though our hearts were working with the same beat. Zima grabbed my waist as soon as we got into the room and pushed me to the wall. I thought remotely about the unlocked door, but that thought slipped away as soon as he locked his lips with mine. He bit my lower lip hard sending millions of pleasure currents through my body at a time. I grunted under my breath as he pulled away from my lip and kissed his way to my neck, stopping briefly to tease my ear. I grabbed his head and looked hard into his eyes for a second before tilting to kiss his neck. I unbuttoned his shirt and kissed his nipple softly. He grabbed my hair and I made circular motions around his areola with my tongue. His grip on my hair became tighter as he nudged me on to suck his nipple but I smiled because he was not going to have that yet. I hesitated a moment to take a fill of his body. His chest was full of sleepy black hairs, which started below his breasts and went down to his stomach area. The sight of his fully formed muscles sent more juices sipping out beneath me. I licked his nipples slowly, one after the other, sucking on them as though they were tender jewels. Zima went wild before me. He placed his hands on both of my shoulders, urging me to go beneath him. Gently, I traced my hands down his body as I went on my knees and looked up at him. He smiled and muttered, Take it, in a pleading yet authoritative voice. I nodded willingly and unbuckled his belt and drew down his trousers. His cock poked at me from his boxes as soon as his trousers fell. I looked at Zima again and his eyes were already closed in anticipation. I took out his cock and started to stroke him, using my thumb to tease the head of his cock. Then, I went for his testicles first, sucking and enjoying the feel of his balls on my tongue while he groaned. Playfully, I moved on to lick his full length before twirling my tongue around the head of his penis. Zima could not take the teasing anymore. He took his cock in his hand and slammed it into my mouth. I gagged as I took his cock deep into my throat before re-establishing control, sucking him in and out fast. I slowed down at intervals to lick his frenulum and plant kisses around his cock before taking him deep in my throat again. 
As soon as I noticed that his groaning had become louder, I sucked fast as he spent himself in my mouth. Holding still, I caught the initial ropes and swallowed them before removing the penis, intending to knead out the remaining drops gently by hand. His impressive, veiny length twitched as I expelled the beads of cum. The look on his face when I licked the remnants of his sperm off his cock was a sight I would not forget in a long time. I got off my knees and smiled at Zima, expecting that I got the better of him. But he drew me to himself and pulled down my gown. The swiftness and sternness with which he turned me around, took off my bra and turned me again to suck on my left breast made me feel a rise of pleasure in my lower belly. His mouth held onto my breasts like he owned them, like they were made for him. He moved to my right breast while kneading the left with his fingers. He brought his face back to level with mine and his lips touched my lips once more. What was this? I wondered. This man should have been spent, but here he was, tongue prying at my mouth like he was eagerly trying to taste himself. I received him wholly. His fingers traced their way from between my breasts to my nipples before travelling to my clitoris. I moaned into his chest and gasped when he put two fingers into me. Eagerly he dug his fingers in deep, hitting my G-spot. My breath ceased and I bit his shoulder a little too hard, but rather than flinch, he straddled me onto his waist. Before I could align my core with his and grip him firmly with my legs, his cock had filled me. I gasped for breath because I'd never been with someone this huge. Linking my hands around the back of his neck as his thrust went deep into me, with each thrust I could feel the void inside me getting filled. My legs quivered as his thrusts became faster. We held each other tightly, most choking in our sweat as we came together. A combination of rugged sex and vodka had turned my legs to jelly, just as I attempted to clean up the afterflow. A laboured effort got me to the toilet, but I was struggling to get up and out the bathroom. Gracefully, he carried me to the bed and wanted to go, but I maintained my grip, pulling him down to sleep on his chest. By morning, there was no sign of him in the room, or my underwear. You've been listening to all the filthy details. The Literary Lovesick Podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Happy holidays!
You've been listening to all the filthy details. The Literary Lovesick Podcast. Thanks for joining us.